0: We're going to be looking at followership. 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 And I will start by defining what followership is. Followership is willing submission or yieldedness to. Godly leadership. That's what followership is. Willing. Joyful. Submission or yieldedness to godly leadership. That's what followership is. When you perceive leadership in the house that is of God, ordained by God, You follow, you yield, you submit. That's what followership is. Jesus, in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 19, said to Peter, he said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Andrew was uh, there as well, Then the two sons of Zebedee. James and John. And he said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. In other words, yield yourself to me, submit yourself to me as I take you into God's purpose for you. You will be made fishers of men. They were fishermen, but he wanted to make them fishers of men. So he said to them to follow him. To follow simply means to yield to. To submit to godly leadership purposefully, purposefully, not grudgingly, but willingly and purposefully. So let's tie everything together now. Followership simply means willing, joyful submission or yieldedness to a godly leadership purposefully purposefully to an end. There's always an end in view. And in Matthew 4 and verse 19, it shows us here that our making as God's children is in followership. Not only did Jesus say to follow him, his disciples also said to the church to follow them. In other words, his apostles. Are you following what I'm saying here? The Bible says immediately they got born again in Acts of the Apostles chapter 2. The people joined the church. And the Bible says they continued steadfastly. Acts 2, let's look at um, verse 42. And they continued steadfastly. You see, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. That means they continued in the teachings of the apostles. And they did it steadfastly. They followed the leadership that they had perceived in the apostles. And they received their teachings, which were the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ, gladly. Gladly. So, Jesus said to follow him. The apostles too were followed. And even Paul The apostle said to the churches that he planted to follow him. For example, if you read... Matthew. Let's look at Matthew quickly to start with. Before we go to Matthew, 1 Corinthians, let's look at 1 Corinthians, chapter 4 and verse 16. just want to take us through a couple of scriptures here about followership. All right, can we read it out loud, everybody? One, two, three, let's go. Wherefore, I beseech you, be ye followers of me. Now, who is speaking here? Paul, the apostle. And then he was asking them to follow him. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1. Can we read it out loud? 1, 2, 3, let's go. Be followers of me, even as I also I am of Christ. Did you see that? He was following Christ, and then he said to them to follow him. And then if you read Philippians chapter 3 and verse 17. Philippians 3 and verse 17 Can we read it together? Everybody, one, two, three, let's go. Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. He says, be followers of me, brethren. Be followers of me, brethren. First Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 6. Quickly, let's read it out loud. One, two, three, let's go. And ye became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. Now note what it says here, ye became followers of us and of the Lord. Now, you know, some people feel like, well, I only follow the Lord, I don't follow any man. All right. Everybody needs an example. Everybody needs inspiration. An example. An inspiration. Somebody to motivate you onto godliness. Somebody to motivate you onto success. Somebody to motivate you onto the fulfillment of destiny. Everybody needs an example. It says, he became followers of us, he said, and of the Lord. Having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. With joy of the Holy Ghost. Now look at Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. The Bible says we should be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For example, Abraham. The Bible says to look to Abraham, our father. There are people to look to. To take after. Praise the Lord. And then look at Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 7. Hebrews 13 and verse 7. Can we read it out loud, everyone? Let's go. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Praise God. Now, you know, there was a time somebody read this to me and it sounded like he was suspicious of followership. He says the Bible says in, you know, Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 7, Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Did you see considering there? All right. Praise God. That's, that's not suspicious. If you are following their faith, all right, that means their faith has produced something. So, follow their faith unto that which their faith has produced, not suspiciously. <laughs> you know, so he says, considering the end of the, you know, and you know, this, this suspicion is born of the flesh, It's born of the devil. Just follow, you know, their faith, alright, and then consider the end of their conversation. Amen? The end of their conversation. The Bible speaks of the end of our faith, which is the salvation of our soul. When you believe God for something and then that thing materializes, as far as that thing is concerned, that's the end of your faith, as far as that thing is concerned. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, it is scriptural to follow, particularly when you are in a house where God is doing something and he's moving in our midst. It is important you don't assume that God is just doing those things just because he just wants to do them. God is moving in the house through people that he has anointed. And as you follow them, you enter into that move. Let me give you an example. The great things that are happening in Nigeria today, all right, those that God is using to move this way, went to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Babadebu was there, all right. Bishop Oyedepo was there. Praise God. Are you for what I'm saying here? (laughs) Now let's let's just leave leave it at that. If you look at Archbishop Benson Edaosa, all right, he was attached to T.L. Osborne, spiritual and body, and followed through and brought that dimension to Nigeria. See, what we are enjoying in Nigeria today, all right, is not magic. It's a miracle with a seed. Yeah, with a specific seed. And the seed was gotten somewhere of what God was doing, and they followed through, and they brought those things here. Praise God. Amen. Pastor E. Adeboye was there. In fact, the general vassier of RCCG, I mean the founder, rather, of RCCG, before he went to be with the Lord, was there at Tulsa. Are you following what I'm saying here? So, when people see things happening, they just feel like, eh, God is no respecter of persons. Yes, God is no respecter of persons. Alright? But he is a respecter of principles. So, what is producing that thing? If you have not found a seed, you have not found anything yet. Though. You must catch that seed through followership because there was something the apostles got from the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you following what I'm saying here? They followed and followed and followed and followed and they caught not only the Holy Ghost, they caught the spirit of Jesus Christ, his way of doing things. And then the Holy Ghost amplified that. When the church began in Acts 2, the Bible tells us that the people that just got born again, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They could have said, no, 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 we are Jesus' people. The apostles get out of the way. We want to see Jesus. All right? And then they miss out on... You see, these people have been with Jesus. They have caught something that Jesus wants to give the whole world. And he says, now, catch it from them. And we, we have enough sense that we, we, have, we have made photocopying machines. And there are some photocopying machines now, not the usual one. All right? It will give it to you in color, full color. Amen? True. I'm a person that kind. Uh-huh. You just put it in and shh, 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 shh. You don't go back and then work on the original again and then do it again and do it is duplication of effort. God says, "I've put it in someone. Follow through and catch it." But you see, when a generation that believes that no followership is not important, so you see people doing mushroom walks all around small things instead of following through and catching something big praise god man so we ought to follow 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 now you, you understand that grace <laughs> doesn't jump on people just by association all right or proximity if the association is not happy all right Grace understands when people are actually close to it, but they are not really connected to it. When they are connected, you see the manifestation. All right, look at Elisha and Elijah, for example. We see that Elisha followed through, followed Elijah. Now he was not the only sons of the prophet. You know what you know. The only son of the prophet. He was one of them, but those guys did not follow through to receive what was upon their master. True? They did not. It wasn't the only son of the prophet available. It was a company of the sons of the prophets. In fact, they were telling him by prophecy, do you know that God is going to catch your master away today? So they knew when God would catch him away. All right? but they were not desirous enough to partake of the grace that he carried. Amen. You know, just, um, yeah, it was just this week, the day, day before my wife's birthday, all right, um, Billy Graham went to be with the Lord. You see? At 99. 99. Huh? went to be with the lord now look at what is happening great generals are (laughs) growing old and they are living the same alright and I just thought to myself that Elijah should have consciously left his mantle behind and say you take my mantle he made it so difficult for his mantle to be left behind you no, know, you, you look at what he did. He says, "Look, if you see me when I'm being cut up, it will drop." Hey, man. In other words, you see, God is very deliberate when it comes to grace. He doesn't say because grace must always be around, I will just let it be. No, He must find the right vessel through followership before He can drop. All right, look at Gehazi. Couldn't receive anything from Elisha. Right? (laughs) But he received something negative. Prophecy came on, I mean, um, leprosy came on him. Praise God. But I believe that the man that was dead in that battle and was thrown into the sepulchre of Elisha and revived when his body touched the corpse of Elijah received that mantle. I don't know what the man did with the mantle. But the man was revived by the power of God in his bones. And I was asking God, I don't know how long that man, you know, had been buried there in that sepulchre. And God let the anointing stay there. He didn't say someone should go and take it. Because, you see, the person must have the right heart. And then the man touched the bones of Elisha. He revived and stood up on his feet. And hit the road running. The man was revived. That much power was in his bones. And his own servant, all right, was leprous. You see, followership is very, very key. Now, let's talk about the importance of followership. Listen very carefully. Followership is important because that is God's way of making men. That is God's way of making men. F- you know, followership is God's factory of producing men. It's God's school for raising men. Praise God. That's, that's God's factory. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. Making is in followership. The early disciples who got born again and became disciples, they followed the apostles' doctrine, and we saw miracle workers from them, Stephen. We saw Philip. was one of them. He wasn't one of the original apostles. You understand what I'm saying here? The twelve. All right? Miracle workers were born out of that followership. The faith that Stephen had and the great power of God that operated through Stephen, came through the teaching of the apostles. Philip went to Samaria. You know what he did there by the power of God. Amen? And you see, this great man came out of that followership. Continuing steadfastly in the apostle's doctrine and in breaking of bread. Amen? Steadfastly. So you see, making, making, making is in followership. Number two, discovery of God's purpose for you is in followership. Amen. Look at what happened. Elijah met Elisha, a dairy farmer, doing his business. And he removed his physical mantle now and placed it on him. He didn't even discuss with him. He just left And the man knew what that meant. He threw a party, all right, bid his family farewell, and followed the man of God. In that followership, he discovered his destiny that he was called to be a prophet. And not just a prophet over a city, a prophet over a nation. The nation of Israel. He discovered it, he saw it. Somebody made an, you know, did an analysis. The miracles that Elijah did, you know, Elisha did twice, double, twice. Why? Because of the influence of God's power on him. And I, I said to myself, I said, Lord, why is it that you recycle the anointing? You know God recycles the anointing. <laughs> God is still recycling mantles today. He placed his grace upon Elijah. He placed a double portion upon Elisha. All right? And then he sent John the Baptist in the spirit of Elijah. He placed his spirit upon Moses. And then he took of that same spirit and he placed it upon the 70 elders. He called Paul the Apostle and anointed him. And then that same grace, he placed it upon the churches of the Gentile. Paul wrote to the church at Philippi. He says, you all are partakers of my grace. In other words, you are partaking of what God has placed on me. Amen? And then it goes on and on and on and on. You know. Evangelist Rambonkey was sharing testimony. He said one time, he needed himself and the dad needed to do some things in London. And he said, well, he didn't know why he just left his hotel room and he was just walking and walking and walking. And he met a, an old man, one of those old healing evangelists. And ha, he felt like, oh, I, I, I can't remember his name now. He felt like, oh, I need to discuss with this man. And then while they were discussing, the man said to him, he said, God brought you to me because it's about time to live the same and that which God has placed on me I transfer it he said God had said I will bring the man that will carry this thing so if you look at Rehan Bunky today all right, <laughs> he's a dangerous man he's carrying terrific, God is still recycling God is not in the waste business of wasting things I give, are you going to say God is in the recycling business recycling waste so to speak, let me put it that way What does that mean? It means there are mantles, there are graces that God has released and it's not going to take them back. But there's a principle that connects you with that flow. It's called followership. So you discover your God-given purpose through followership. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right, let's tie it together now. So, how do you follow? Let's look at it. How do you follow? Quickly, number one, there is followership by outright devotion or abandonment followership by outright devotion or abandonment. What does that mean? You follow by casting yourself on the person you are following outrightly such that there is no part of you that is out of the picture. Every part of you is in the picture. Matthew chapter 8 Verse 21. Quickly. And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. In other words, don't look back. Don't look back. You see, people follow with a lot of suspicion. If you need to know anything, rely on the Holy Spirit who will alert you. Did you hear what I just said? You cannot truly follow a man of God with suspicion. If there's anything you need to know, the Holy Spirit will alert you. You follow with total submission. You are a steward in the house. You follow with everything within you. You don't follow with suspicion. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And I don't know how many years Elisha followed Elijah, and there was only one description. All right? A man who poured water in the hands of Elijah. And this was a businessman who had a dairy farm and was doing well. But he left everything behind and followed. Followed Elijah. And all he was doing was pouring water in his hands. Amen. You don't follow looking back. You'll be distracted that way. You follow with your eyes focused on the goal and on the one that God has said to follow. You just follow. If the Holy Spirit wants you to know anything, he will alert you. So, Jesus was saying, No, don't go bury the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. You follow me. <laughs> Look at Matthew chapter 19 quickly and verse 16. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? You remember? All right. Just jump, jump to. Um, verse 20, 20 for time. All right? The young man said unto him, all these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? Jesus said unto him, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou that hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. In other words, I want you to follow me this way. That you will not have anything behind to look for. If you have sold everything and given the money to the poor, you can't go to the poor and say, I want to call the poor, not the rich. <laughs> they say, sorry, we have spent it. And then you come with your good self and follow me. So that there's nothing you are looking for behind you anymore. There's nothing to return to. Amen. <sighs> and come and follow me. Look at what the man said. Verse 22. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful. For he had great possessions. He had many things to fall back on. He had many things to return to. So, he didn't want to follow. Amen. I said, amen. Amen. And your followership will be tested, beloved. (laughs) Your faithful spirit will be tested. (laughs) You will pass the test (laughs) in the name of Jesus. (laughs) All right, let's read one more Luke chapter 9, verse 61. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee. But let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home, at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back his feet for the kingdom of God. In other words, don't go back. Just follow. Just follow. You know, there was this... um, blacksmith that was explaining something you know he said that the least energy to bend any iron all right or steel is that energy that is released when it is hottest and is red hot if you wait like one minute thereafter, you will need more energy to bend it. When conviction is absolute, that's when to act on it. If you begin to confer with flesh and blood, you lose that conviction. The absoluteness of it. So Jesus said, if you go back home to bid farewell to your brethren, emotions will get, get in. Amen. When emotion gets in the way, you now emotional. <laughs> oh, all right, okay. Let me tell Jesus Christ that I will do this next month, and then next month will never come. Look at it. When it comes to followership, you must be absolute in your conviction. You must be absolute in your conviction. Very absolute. (laughs) Amen. How do you follow? Number two, you follow by listening to the person you're following. That means you don't follow without listening, without hearing the person you're following. If the person is not speaking to you on a regular basis... All right your followership in no time will wane. This is how to follow you keep listening you keep listening you keep listening that's how to follow. The Bible tells us in John chapter 10 and verse 27 it says my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. You see how do they follow me by hearing my voice. So there's such a thing as followership by hearing and hearing, and hearing, and hearing. You know, I always say this, for, for those who, who follow in the house, it is important you're listening to the words that God is giving us. Because when you listen to the words of your man of God, he's pouring out his faith through his words. His grace that God has given him through his words. And as you listen, you can connect with ease. Followership cannot be consistent and enduring without consistent hearing and listening to the one you're following. Amen. There was this young man that came, he says, You're my mentor. I said, Really? All right. He says, You know, I'm following. I says, How? How many of my messages have you listened to? How many of my books have you read? He said, Well, I'm just following. <laughs> I said, no. You are not following. You have deceived yourself. You cannot follow without listening. You have to listen to the words in the house. As a steward, you must give yourself to listen, not just in church. But you listen and listen and listen and listen. And listen very carefully. This is how you can catch the spirit of the house and the grace that God has placed on that man of God for you placed on us for you listening now look at what it says in Hebrews 13 verse 7 we, we read that scripture look at it look at what it says again Hebrews thirteen seven. remember them look at it which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God. Not just remember them in kindness, but remember the words that they have spoken unto you. And thank God for technology. You can remember your pastor's words again and again and again and again. Amen? Praise God. You just play it back. And play it again. And play it again. Praise God. Who have spoken unto you the word of God? He says, whose faith follow? How do you follow their faith? Consider the words that they have spoken unto you. Those words came out of their faith. When you consider the words they have spoken unto you, then you're considering their faith. You're following their faith. And that will lead you to the end of their conversation." Praise God. <laughs> amen. I said amen. I said amen. amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Look at 1 Thessalonians quickly, chapter 5, and verse 12. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 12. He says, and we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. They admonish you with the word look at verse 13 to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves they admonish you their words their words their words follow their words continue steadfastly in their teachings of God's word praise God Amen. And, you know, I, I was sharing with a young man one time, was part of the work, and then um, he started, you know, listening to some teachings out there, not consistent with the word of God and what we teach in the house. All right? And then opened up to those teachings and aired and someone was saying that, oh, but this guy shouldn't have, you know, blah, 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 and all that. And now I said to that person, the person in the house, I said, were you there when I taught, you know, along those so lines? He said, yes. Have you listened to that message when I talked about the balance of the message of grace? He said, yes. Did he bless you? He said, yes was he there that same person when i thought that he said yes did he bless him he said no why didn't he bless him he didn't bless him because he wasn't following If, if if you see someone who is following in the house you hear the word of god if somebody comes and says something contrary to God's word that you have learned in the house, Amen. You can tell deep within you that something is not right with this. My wife even called this same person and said, "This, this, 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 this is not it. Uh, be careful and all that." You know, he said, "Well, I have I have decided to listen to this person, and that's what I'm going to do." Praise God. So, if anything comes out of that subsequently, of course, some things have. Praise God. If more things come out of that, it wouldn't be like, oh, you were not told. Praise God. Man. Particularly when you are in a, a word church and a spirit church where you have been blessed by an excellent teacher of God's word, he must have mentioned it to you. Well, through followership, you can tell, hmm. This is the line of divide between error and that which is right. Praise God. Amen. So, followership is very important. Followership by listening, listening to the one you're following. Listen and listen, and there's no such thing as I follow so so personal. I am following in the house without listening to the messages in the house, it's not possible. You have to do it over and over and over and over and over and over again. All right, so how do you follow? I've, I've given you number one, right? Number two, you follow number what? Number three, now, okay, what was number one? Good. Number two. Alright, number three. Thank you. Number three now. Followership by obedience or hidden instructions. Obedience or hidden instructions. Now look up, please. Your followership becomes questionable at the point of Arguing with instructions from the house, the pastorate. Are <laughs> you following what I'm saying? The very moment you start arguing, you start conflicting with instructions. All right, your followership becomes what? Questionable. I can put a question mark behind your followership. Now we read the scripture earlier. All right? In um, John chapter 10 and verse 27. John chapter 10 and verse 27. John chapter 10 and verse 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Not only do they hear the audible sound... Of what I say to them They hear as in they obey What I say to them Praise the Lord Right Instructions What did Elisha tell Gehazi As touching The things that Naaman brought From Syria The clothing and all that money What did he tell him Come on, talk to me. What did Elisha tell him? We are not collecting anything. Let him go with his offerings and everything. But the man disobeyed the instruction of Elisha and went behind to collect. At that point, his followership was terminated. Praise God. Amen. Someone says, Well, is it that is it that serious? Yes. Let me give you an example. If somebody has been following for long and it gets to a point where there's an instruction from the man of God and says, this is what the Lord has said, we're not doing this. And the person begins to argue, do you know that one disobedience is very strong to cancel your followership? It may be 20 years followership. I don't know how long he has been with that man. But that was not a very good way to end. Leprosy, Praise God. It's important that, you know, you understand the place of instruction. In fact, heeding instructions, responding to instructions, giving heed to instructions that come from your man of God, from the house where you belong, is actually what defines your followership. Your response to instructions in the house, all right, Either good or bad. That's what defines a followership. If it's good, it's good followership. If it's bad, it's bad followership. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, something happened one time. I was listening to Pastor Iyadeboe. And as I was listening to him, he said, he got to a point... I was listening to one of his messages he said daddy spoke to me that you should take a material in your hand all right and lift it up i will pray and then i will tell you what to do thereafter you know <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind listen look up please <laughs> is that I, man, i'm a word of faith person man <laughs> this material thing what is it <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying? <laughs> but let me tell you something. You cannot truly follow without trust. <laughs> That's why when God leads you to a man of God, and he says follow, listen, listen very carefully. He says follow this man. You have to trust God in him and trust the God who led you to him. If there's anything you need to do as an act contrary, god who led you will tell you it takes trust to follow you know someone says well but what about people who abuse that and all that you know (laughs) what is it that people don't abuse coke coca-cola they abuse coke true Uh uh-huh i learned that some people you take is it uh codeine now they just buy codeine and they just want to feel high and no? all they, they abuse these things. These things are, are good for the body in the right measure. But people abuse. They abuse coke. People abuse sex. Right? So, does that mean that if you're married now, you should not, you know, make love to your wife? Because sex is abused. How many of us know people abuse trousers? True? People abuse everything. You know, so you feel like, okay, so this has been abused. Even offerings in church, people abuse offerings. Preachers abuse raising offerings. Does that mean we shouldn't give offerings anymore? <laughs> now, the question is what is the right way to get this thing done according to God's word and get all the benefits out of it? I mean, it's so simple. You know, well, they have abused this one, they have abused that one, and all that. They have abused almost everything. Amen. You see, people make, you know, uh, bombs from PMS, patrol. Is that what it's meant for? So you shouldn't fear your car anymore because of that. Uh. Uh. If there is fear in your heart to do what God says to do, deal with the fear, not run away from the instruction. So instructions, instructions, instructions. Listen to instructions, receive instructions, all right, instructions. So Baba said to lift an handkerchief, all right. And I did it. And I rejoiced. Praise God. Why? Because I was led to follow him. Amen. Uh, And I did it in faith. I didn't suspect him. And I wasn't careful. Like, hey, I did it in faith. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I'm telling you what I did now. (laughs) Praise the Lord. You know, Pastor Adeboy, you know, was sharing a testimony. He said when, you know, he was much younger in the faith and the founder of RCCG was still alive, he said to them, he said, the Lord spoke to me that all of you should empty your accounts. All right? And bring the money to church. We want to do missions. That was what he said. He said, all of them there, none of them did it, but himself. Amen? He said, he told the wife, and then he emptied the money. He says, it was much later that he discovered that they did not do it. He thought everybody did it. But that was the only person that obeyed God. And the Lord had spoken to the founder that watch that man that does it, that is the next person that would lead the church. So, you see, they were there enjoying the grace on the man of God and he gave a difficult instruction. You know, that was, you know, it's always, every, every follower will come to John 6, you know, and then you get to 666. John 6 and verse 66. When Jesus had been teaching, multiplying bread and fish, and everybody was enjoying that and all that, and then he now starts saying difficult things. Because there was no trust, all right, they left him. Only the 12 stayed with him. Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Alright. Just imagine me come now and I say, All of you stand up, stand up, stand up. All the pastors in the house. All right, I give you till Monday, six PM. Empty your accounts and bring them to church. Want to do missions? <laughs> I've not heard from the Holy Ghost. As many as I led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. You know? True. <laughs> Amen true (laughs) but can God speak words and teach through your pastor and give instructions through your pastor in your own interest for your benefit yes (laughs) look at what Jesus said to that man go sell everything you've got Give the money to the poor. All right? And then come and follow me. That was hard, right? Yeah. It was a difficult one. Instructions. <laughs> You're quiet on me now. Shout hallelujah. <laughs> All right. I looked at one of our sons, you know, and I told him, I said, I'm saying this to you by the spirit of God. All right, don't borrow again. He said, ah, pastor, and all that. I said, you heard me. Praise God. And, you know, many people are actually a step into a major breakthrough. And an instruction that may look very difficult is the link between where they are and the ne- their next level. Now, if God says through your mouth of God to tell you specifically, don't borrow anymore, you know what that means? God is saying, start using your faith. And start being a lender, not a borrower. It's kind of difficult, right? Naturally speaking. But that is God's word. Amen. You know, you remember when Bishop called us one time. He said, there's this project that is going on, and I'm glad to tell you to be part of it. All right? Find out what it takes to be part of it. We found out, and then we keyed into it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Because, you see, relationships will be very smooth and fine until you start getting some serious instructions. That's when you see, to stagger some people, you will know where they belong. Alright? Tomorrow, you'll be at Ondo preaching. Alright? And get ready. Your family will join you there. Ah! I started down, you know. But <laughs> well, the relationship with spiritual pastor, you know, we love you. We celebrate you. We celebrate you. We love you. We celebrate you. (laughs) We celebrate you. And then an instruction comes. Except you eat my flesh and drink my blood. You have no life in you. Ah! We're not going to be your disciples anymore. (laughs) And they left Jesus. That was a difficult saying. Are you following what I'm saying here? It's instruction that will separate who is, you know. That's why sometimes, you know, something happened one time. Uh, Reverend George Adebowale was praying. <laughs> he Was praying. He said, "Lord, I perceive that some some pastors are not really in in the work and all that." The Lord said, "Yes, I discovered that." before you and then he said lord what do i do for three months don't pay salaries all right and then he came he announced all right he says, for the next three months we're not paying salaries we're just going to serve the lord christ wholeheartedly if you have any need believe god for them yeah. amen 75 percent of the pastors left church <laughs> it's remaining 25 God says, yeah these are the 300 men of gideon i can give you victory with this one now hello when they see instructions we give instructions and it's not really convenient that's when your heart will be tested where do you belong all right my wife and i came all the way from lagos we flew into nigeria yesterday night, we were really really tired but for me of course ministry <laughs> all right even if i will go and <laughs> sleep for 12, 12 hours or 24 hours thereafter i will do what is expected of me and so she needed to freshen herself she said darling <laughs> i don't think I'll, I'll be able to make it i said meet me in church meet me where she's here Man, praise God, meet me in church. You know, she said, Well, in fact, I'm dragging my legs. I said, Keep dragging, <laughs> all right, just meet me in church. If any man serve me, all right, he says, Let him follow me. And whosoever honors me, he says, My father will honor, and where I am, he says, My servant will be also. It's called followership. Your heart is with your mentor. Your heart is with the house. Your heart is with your man of God. Not, um, you know, all this wishy-washy kind of thing. It doesn't work that way. You saw Bishop came, you know, um, for my birthday to pray for me, right? He ministered at Waffbeck that evening and he flew that same night to London. He was scheduled to minister, you know, at Walfbeck, you know, two sessions. But he ministered one, one session. He was here in the morning into the afternoon, drove, you know, down to Lagos, went to Lagos by road, and ministered at Walfbeck, and left the venue immediately. Drove to the airport and flew to London. Why did he come? Now, I always ask, you know, why did he come? how much do we give him (laughs) but listen very carefully there's something that he has discovered our heart is with him did you hear what I just said our heart is with him we'll be with him tomorrow after second service our heart is with him amen glory to God why? because you see when he said to us you know um, I have so in thanksgiving for, you know, um, the university. I want you to be there. I want you to be there. You know, the words of your mentor, they ring bell in you. I want you to be there. I want you to be there. I want you to be there. We will be there. By the grace of God, we will be there. When I followed him to Cote d'Ivoire, all right, he said, son, There's this son of mine. I want to go and strengthen his hand and strengthen the work that the Lord is doing through him. God has said to go. And you and one of my sons came to my heart. I want you to go with me. Yes, Daddy, I will go with you. I will be there. I will be there. All right. I canceled everything that I needed to attend to during that period, and I was there. And I was there. Glory to God. Amen. You see, young men don't want to follow at all. The kind of followership they want is, you know, the kind of followership that is pleasant to them. When you start giving instructions, meet me at social place. Alright, I'll be praying in tongues for eight hours. I want you to join me. (laughs) <laughs> you excuses uh-huh. all right <laughs> amen I will be amen glory to God <laughs> it's called followership <laughs> so instructions instructions Number four now, right? Okay. Close on this note. Number four. Then there's followership by emulation. You follow and you copy and paste. Listen very carefully. There is nothing wrong with copying and pasting when you are following until you get to a point where you discover something that defines you in ministry in a unique way. Defines you in ministry unique to you. Children learn by emulation. A for apple. Many of them have not eaten apple before. True? true? A for apple. And when they started calling A, they have not even started writing A. Some of them cannot even write A. It's A for apple, A for apple, B for ball, B for ball, C for cat, D for dog, you know? And then they continue that way, and all of a sudden, they started appreciating A. And they can combine A and B, all right? And then combine A and B and C, and they can pronounce words and write letters, praise God, Comprehensions, (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) but it didn't begin that way say what I say A for apple A for apple B for ball B for ball some of them just started seeing you know videos on the screen and listen very carefully they told them what they call apple today you were told that that's apple You were told. Even your name, you were told <laughs> that you are Tito on the river. All right? Praise God. And then your son name Uda. You discovered it. You were told. All right? You see how we our sense of recognition depends on those who have gone ahead of us? And you see some people, they don't want to follow, so they don't know anything. They don't know what they call it. When you say the anointing, when you say grace, it's a mistake that is in their head. They are saying nonsense. Because they won't follow anybody. They are independent. So they don't understand the depth of Christianity. They are not following. So you copy, you copy. Praise God. What does it mean to copy? You remember, I remember when I, I just got born again. There was this brother in our fellowship. That brother could pray. When he said, you know, read from the Bible, and then he said, shall we pray? The brother, Sabbada. oh God. You know, and he'll be doing like this. i be shaking his body. And I said, okay. I was observing, and I was doing like this too. I was shaking my body. Later on, I had to adjust. But that was how I began to pray. amen. I said, amen. amen. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I saw Benny on TV, ministering the anointing, and it was doing like this. Amen. One day I was praying, I said, Lord, I'm going to try that thing out. I told the Lord, I would try it out. And you must not disappoint me. <laughs> Amen. So I got there. I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. And then I just said, I said, Lord, I'm going to try it out now. Amen. Amen. And I went like this. Everybody went back. back. I said, ah. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. All right. It's called images and pictures. All right. You look and you act it out. What I see my father do, I do. I act out what I see my father do. Look at Ephesians chapter 5 quickly, and verse 1. I've been telling people, I said, look, if you come into the house and you observe very keenly what we do in the house, listen very carefully you will catch something. Just by mere observation, you will catch something. If you look at me, the way I relate with ladies, all right, and then you come into the house as a young man and you observe it. I laugh and all that, but you can't see me rubbing anybody's body. Even when I'm laying hands on people, you can't see me touching their sensitive part. I don't do such things. You just observe. If you are touching ladies all around and you see you are Pastor Shegun's son, you, 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 know, you are not even close to me. You don't know. Because haven't you observed? Amen. And this is how it works. You just observe and, and just act it out. When you observe long enough, all right, and you notice something, Observation and you act it out, the grace that produced that thing will start working for you. Amen. Be ye therefore followers of God as their children. You know, read this. Do you have NKJV? Yes, I love this. Can we read it out loud, everyone? Let's go. One, two, three. Let's go. Therefore, be imitators of God as their children. (laughs) I love that. Imitate. There's nothing wrong with it. Then as you imitate and imitate and imitate, you will discover, okay, so this is where I belong. And then you stay there. That same grace is working for you there. And then your uniqueness comes out. But don't say, well, until I discover my uniqueness, I'm not going to follow anybody. How do you discover it? How will you discover it? How will you ever do it? So, imitation. Look at children. They look at daddy. They look at mommy. All right? <laughs> you know, something happened one time. <laughs> there was this, this little boy went into his mother's room and got to the dressing table. And, you know, picked lipstick. All right? And eyelashes. And did everything. And came out. And the dad said, ah, what's this? He says, well, I want to look like mommy. Now, you may feel like, oh, no, he shouldn't have done that. But there's something in him crying for imitation. I want to act this woman out. Later on, he will discover that that's not the way to act this woman out. But listen, an attempt is not wrong. You know, Pastor Iadebo, e. said, when he went to Tulsa, and he saw and Egin praying for people, laying hands on them, he said, he came back to Nigeria, I said, Lord, if you are not a racist... All right, you must do the same thing I saw at Tulsa with me. And he prayed and he started laying hands on people like he saw it and miracles began to happen. It now got to a point, the Lord said, the intensification of my grace on you is strong. I will tell you when to lay hands. Don't lay hands anymore. Just declare words. You can see he found his place. But it didn't start that way. Amen? Amen? You see how models, you see, I saw some guys in our neighborhood, I saw their belts sagging, all right, under the buttocks and, and, and all that, and they were doing like this, <laughs> all right? And they enjoyed it. You know, it, it was, it was a, a terrible sight to behold, all right? But they were enjoying it. Where did they learn that from? TV guys. All right? Models. American rappers. Yo, man. All right? And the thing is sagging like this. Yo, man. All right? And then they felt like, ah, these guys are the happening guys. And they started acting those things out. It tells you how powerful, all right, influence is and how much imitation can make it habitual. Of course, you, <laughs> if you are still here, I mustn't see your trousers. <laughs> it's meant for waste. It's waste. That's why you see God has put buttocks there so that at least you know it will not come down. This is waste. So you put your if you put it here alright, I will just call you and say, who do you look like in the house? Just tell me. <laughs> is it as a tie-up as a <laughs> So, alright, I will wear the trousers for you by myself. <laughs> Put it up. Amen! Therefore, be what? Imitators of God as their children. Imitate. That is how to grow. Imitate. Imitate. You know, something happened. It was, just, um, it was just three days ago. I was studying the Bible in the UK and I found something in God's word. I said, Lord, I've not seen this before. I said, Lord, I'm going to do this. I'm going to act it out. He said, son, that's what it's meant for. Imitate me. Imitate the word. Amen? Amen. Ah. You see a good virtue in the house, imitate it. Praise God. Amen? And listen very carefully you are not to be imitating one another. Imitation on the same level is not powerful, it's not influential. You imitate someone that is higher. That is how you, you can draw on that influence. Are you following what I'm saying here? Uh huh. You draw on that influence. So, lastly, (laughs) okay, let me read this scripture to you. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 10. And listen very carefully. For those who are training people under you, don't hide your lifestyle from them. Or else you will not give them anything visible enough to follow after or to copy. Look at, look at, Let's start from verse 9. But they shall proceed no further. Speaking of those who have, you know, made merchandise of God's word and all that and then polluting the truth of God's word. He says, for their folly shall be made manifest unto all men as theirs also was. Speaking of those who, you know, mocked at Moses. And then he tells us in verse 10 but thou hast fully known my doctrine he was speaking to timothy you know what i teach hello that's why you see. listen you know what I, we teach in the house if somebody comes all in the name of grace all right and he's messing up and he says that's grace you know that is not what we teach in the house something happened at the lagos church there was somebody that stood up and was saying something contrary and somebody stood up and he said sorry Alright, this is not what we teach in GLT. This is not what Pastor Shagun taught us. Amen. See? Because if that is not so, anybody can come in and just say one strange thing and then just sweep people off their feet. In their hundreds or thousands of them, but those who have learnt and fully known Look at it, it says, my doctrine. What I teach you, you know, I didn't hide it from you. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, my manner of life, my purpose, my faith, my long-suffering, my charity, my patience. Go on. My persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Go on. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ, Jesus shall suffer persecution. And he went on. In other words, listen, if you cave in and throw in the towel, Timothy, you have not fully followed me. You know how I have stood for the gospel of Jesus Christ, even in the face of persecutions. You know my doctrine. So if you teach anything contrary, you have not fully followed me. Amen. Amen. Emulation. Copy. Glory to God. Amen. This is very important. We saw that, look, look at those who had been following, you know, in the house. When that error of, you know, no tithe, no give this offering, no and all that. Some people were swept off their feet. Amen. Those that have been following, you know I tithe. And sometimes, listen very carefully, I do it openly. Not because I want to show off. I want you to know what I do. I don't want to hide my lifestyle from you. You ask the pastors, if there's any revelation God has given me, I call them. I said, this is it. This is it. I teach. Sometimes I cite examples so you can see that this is what God is doing in the life of this man. This is dealing of God with him. So I'm not hiding anything from anybody. I feel like, well, we don't even know how to do it and all that. No. He says the father loves the son and he shows him everything that he does. Amen. So re- you reveal it. And this is very very important so when it comes to followership in the house all right don't forget again mind the head mind the head in other words what is coming from the leadership all right don't despise it you cannot follow when you despise that you only follow when you mind the head it becomes so easy for you to follow And let me tell you this. In no time from now, are you following what I'm saying? We'll see giants rising up. No. You know, when I go to, when I go to, uh, maybe I have to come, when I have to, maybe um, I'm not around or I have to attend to some other things, and there are people here, all right, in the healing line. And I say, Pastor, let me minister to them. If you get results, Less than what I get. You are not following thoroughly. Did you didn't hear what I just said? The same grace must flow. Why? Because you see, it's called alignment. Huh? It's called alignment. You align this way, whatever God has poured on the house comes to you. He comes. That's how it works. Amen. Ah. I just told you about the pastor, Pastor Dominic Shorum, all right, in Newcastle on the line. We saw what God has begun to do in their midst. Consistent with what He's doing here. amen Amen. same grace same grace praise the lord same grace why it is available through followership alignment and you know how to follow now right it's so simple align your heart You follow it will flow same grace it will flow glory to god man and let me just say this you look at my wife for example one one of the things i've discovered about her she's not following the way she's following me just because she's my wife she's following me because she has seen a revelation that that's my pastor all right and it's just a blessing when you have your pastor as your husband Or your husband as your pastor. (laughs) I mean, it's such a blessing. She just discovered it. It flows. So mind the head. Just make sure, all right, there's alignment. In your heart, anything that is instructing you otherwise, deal with it. Why? Because you understand the place of followership. No, I'm not going to allow that. I'm not going to allow that. And let me tell you something. When it comes to followership, sometimes you may have to choose between following what your friends are saying to you, all right, and what your man of God is saying to you. Praise God. <laughs> your friends will say some things. All right? But the point here is this. Your friends are on the same level with you. So if you follow them, you can't rise above them. You can't rise above them. But when you follow the person God has set in front of you and said, follow that man, you follow the same grace that is on him will start working in your life. Praise God. You know, I I told people, I said, look, by the grace of God, I don't have money problem. Did you hear what I just said? I don't have money problem. We went to the UK, all right, and we were at a particular place, you know, from Newcastle-under-Lyme to Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Amen. Up north. Praise God. We went by train and um, we were there. And the man of God took us into the house of God that was under construction. I said, wow, this is beautiful. I told my wife, come, 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 come. See this thing. This is an opportunity to sow into God's kingdom. And we took a seat. Amen. Did I discuss anything with you that we're going to sow a seat there? No. But I'm always ready. Praise God. I was loaded. When I got there, I was loaded. Hallelujah. And I brought out my seat. I won't tell you the amount. I brought out the seed, but nothing small. I brought out the seed and I, I put it in the hand of the man of God. He said, Ha! Ah! All right. You're sowing the seed? We said, Yes. Praise God. Hello, man. When we're living, you suggested, let's have, let's have some pound sterling. I said, not me and you. I don't travel with money. I travel with grace, and everywhere I show up, money must show up. (laughs) You know, even my offerings was given to me. I gave offerings to church. I gave offerings. All right, and I had to give my wife offering too. (laughs) And she said, "Well, if you are not going with money, I'm not going with money." I said, "Hey, you are learning now. (laughs) Follow me." you are learning this thing now (laughs) you know I won't go with any dime someone says but how do you do that whose faith follow you know why because you see listen very carefully what I'm sharing with you now came from a revelation when you went out to preach the gospel you didn't have any pause you didn't have you know any colo. all right did you like anything? They said no. In other words, they didn't go with money, but they met money on the way. Did you see that? And it's been working for me. And someone came to give me seeds. All right. I mean, seeds. I won't mention the amount so that people don't feel somehow. All right. I mean, seeds. Seeds. There was someone that came. I thought it was Naira that was in the envelope. <laughs> I was shocked. The thing was budging like this. I said, Is this guy, this, this woman, maybe this woman went to, you know, Naira and all that? The Lord said, It's not Naira, it's, it's their currency. It budged like this. And he said, The Lord said to give you. I said, You're talking. He must have gone ahead of him to speak. man. You know, it's called the grace of God. When I opened it, I said, Ah! It's your currency, Lord. He said, Well, I told you. Amen. It wasn't neither. And the thing was bulging. You see, and when we got there, out of what God has blessed us, we pulled out a sizable seed and we showed it right there. The man was shocked. And we said, By the grace of God, my wife and I will do more. Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. Why am I saying this thing? Am I blowing my trumpet? No. I want you to see what we do and how we live, so that it doesn't look like how are they doing this thing, self. Amen. I said, Amen. You know, there was a time, you know, um our father in the law came, we prepared our seat, all right, and some of us were around, we were not really prepared. I said, You should have gone to the ATM to get some money. I was telling Pastor, I said, you didn't give a seat. He said, "Eh," I said, you don't try that anymore. Amen. Why? Someone says, well, maybe that's the last. You drop it. All right. When you drop your last, and put it in the hand of Omega. (laughs) Amen. It will not be your last. Amen. Because the same one who is the beginning, all right, is the end. The same one who is alpha is omega. Amen, amen. And we dropped that and we left. We dropped a seed for the church walk. Amen. And my wife said, I just sense in my spirit. That is the seed we need to sow for the GLT property, church property in Houston. I said, well, glory to God. Thank God for that. Amen? I said, amen. And you see how the property will happen. We will buy it with ease. Why? Because, listen very carefully, when God moves your heart to do something, don't resist it. Don't do it. And he was showing us this is ceiling. We have done this. This is the first phase. Then we are doing the second phase. I said, ah, I must be part of it. Darling, let's key into this thing. All right? We are getting into it. It's a flow. Praise God. Amen. I said amen. Amen. And there are people here under this grace. All right? A time is coming not far away from now. Are you following what I'm saying here? you will sit down and you will pull out tangible seed to be a blessing to people as led by the spirit of God Is that's the grace in the house praise God yeah. <laughs> and that's the grace in the house glory to God I said glory to God <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> there was another time I needed to travel and I needed to you know buy some things and, and God sent someone to us to give in hard currency preparing us for the journey <laughs> glory to God preparing us for the journey God is faithful amen and see follow, follow 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 align It's in your interest. A line in the house. It's in your interest. God is doing all this because he loves us and he wants to bless us. We shouldn't miss out on what God is doing just because we feel like, well, I don't think, I I suppose, me, oh, me, oh, in my own thinking. No, 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 don't go that way. Let's follow the word. Hello? Let's follow the word of God. Praise God. Amen? That's how it works. Can someone say amen to that? And I want to do something today. I want to pray for every steward. Are they connected? They're connected. I want to pray for every steward in the house. And I want to pray that our hearts will be open to follow. Listen very carefully. This is how giants are raised. In no time in followership, people are made. If you want to do it all by yourself and struggle, it will take very long time. And it may never happen. But if you want to get in quick and fast, it's very easy. Just open up your heart and say, Lord, you are doing something and I can see it. I just open up my heart. You are doing it because you love me and I want to be part of this. I want to be part of it. I'm not going to shortchange myself anymore. I just want to enjoy your grace. It's your grace that you have placed. You have blessed our pastors for us. You have anointed them for us. You have anointed them to bless us. You have anointed them to be a blessing to us. Now I want you to begin to pray. I want to, before I pray for you, just open your heart right now. God will be giving revelation. God will be giving insight. Right now, right now, go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead manto to casa parateki de la bahaya Man ke crossi kara da ba ka mangra sacrosi breda borosh Man gra sacro si da gra te Man Mara zabara zibara shatala brada Zimbrodo zimbro do Mangra ki te Father, Man gra we celebrate you You are doing something in the house Lord, our hearts are open. Our hearts are open to follow through and receive everything that you have for us. We know you love us. We know you love us, Father. And we are grateful for your love for us. Lord, we want to enjoy every grace you have given us in the house. From henceforth, Lord, we ask for the power of your Spirit to align every heart, align every mind. We want to enjoy every blessing, every grace that you have given us. Every blessing, oh God. We don't want to struggle because that's not your will for us. Grace is available in Christ. And you have given us grace in Christ in this house. We give you praise. We give you glory. And we pray that by the Holy Ghost, you will align our hearts, oh God, to that which is right. In the name of Jesus. You will align our hearts, align our hearts, align our hearts, align our hearts. hearts. Mante keporosikaraba Mangre sombrenende Bronobacote Bredebosha. Mante kipa kasina mante grebo debosh. Makarabasaka te broga de gregadosh. Makekosip to prekila marate keski. Zipto prekito prekile brokarabate kebre de bosh. Lord God, our hearts are open to receive everything that you have given us in this house. And the things that you yet pour out upon us, which are provided for us in Christ. Oh, Lord, our hearts are open, Father. 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 Lord, our hearts are open, Lord. Lord, our hearts are open. Bande kokesima makaki bagabaha. Gonge Rabakate kiko robakati barabah. de Gobregadesh. Mankanda bakashika rabakate. Radhabakesake bakarabasika. Yebro semra de Thank you, Father. In Jesus, mighty name we have prayed. Now, lift up your hands, everyone. Let all the stewards in the house, all over, lift up your hands to the Lord. Lord, I'm praying right now. And I'm asking you, Father, that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will, Father, align this house with what you are doing in the pastorate and with the pastorate with what you are doing with the set man and in the set man align GLT with the graces that you're poured out to us in the name of Jesus i rebuke the spirit of rebellion i rebuke the spirit of disunity i rebuke the spirit of fear i rebuke the spirit of suspicion i against it in the name of jesus and i pray father because of your love for us oh god we don't want anybody out we don't want anybody out we don't want anybody suffering oh god we pray father that your grace father will begin to find expression in our lives and through us in the name of jesus Let there be by the Holy Ghost a good and a perfect understanding of alignment and followership in the house in the name of Jesus. Shine this light of your word in our hearts in Jesus' name and let it burst forth in the name of Jesus that every man, every woman, every child, every boy, every girl is blessed and lifted by your grace. We will not struggle, we will not struggle, we will not struggle, GLT will not struggle None in this house will struggle, no steward will struggle, no member will struggle I forbid you from struggling, in the name of Jesus your head is lifted, your head is lifted, your head is lifted In ministry, in academics, in career, in family, in business. In everything that you set your hand upon. In your health. Your head is lifted. In the name of Jesus. Your grace, Lord, is all we depend on in this house. Your grace, Father. That's all we depend on. And thank you for your light shining upon our hearts. Aligning us with that grace. And we give you the praise, Father. For your wisdom at work in us. Thank you for your wisdom, Lord. Thank you for your wisdom, Lord. Now if you're kneeling down, you may stand up now and begin to give thanks. Begin to give thanks. The wisdom of God is working in us. Go ahead and give God praise for wisdom. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. Wisdom is working in us. The light of God is working in us. Go ahead and give him thanks. Give him praise, give him glory. Give him honor, give him adoration. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we give you honor. Lord, we give you adoration. We thank you. 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 We, thank you. we celebrate you. We honor you. Thank you for light. Thank you for revelation. No man is deceived anymore. No man is robbed of your goodness, robbed of your grace anymore. Every man is aligned with your plan and purpose in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is done in Jesus' name.